Hey there, everybody. How are you? I hope everybody is doing well on today's show. Donald Trump refuses to do any work, and it appears as if he's not giving up quite yet. Trump fans are leaving social media sites like Twitter and Facebook for parlor, and Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are ignoring all the nonsense and getting to work. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Ron's House. Let's get it started. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm putting cases on all you bitches. Huh? You think you can do this shit? Jay! You think you can do this to me? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go and walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I'm winning anyway. I'm winning. I'm winning any motherfucking way. I can't lose. Shit, you can shoot me, but you can't kill me. A dramatic scene outside of the White House, exclusively here on Run's house. That was apparently Donald Trump when it turned out not everybody was falling for his bullshit. Oh, poor Donnie. I mean, he is unraveling at a pace that is actually, in a way, fun to watch. It's sad to watch, but it's also fun to watch. Did I mention it was fun to watch? In all actuality, though, it really isn't funny because there is still a pandemic. By the way, I thought this pandemic was supposed to go away after the election. Turns out that coronavirus didn't care about a party or who won the election or what a TV channel or a deranged lunatic president had to say about it. But there still is a pandemic. People are still dying. There were six American service members killed in a helicopter crash during a peacekeeping mission in Egypt. And of course, there was a tropical storm heading through Florida. And what did Donald Trump do? Well, he tweeted about Fox News and their ratings and how angry he is with them. And he kept tweeting about how they're going to win. And he is doing absolutely nothing. I mean, nothing about the pandemic. He has said nothing about these service members who died. And he's doing nothing about the storm. But he is successfully failing at lawsuit after 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 lawsuit. I think that was 10 because so far he's 0 for 10 when it comes to lawsuits pertaining to his rigged election claims. But this is not going to stop Donald Trump from attempting his coup. He is going to try to do everything he can. And I think he knows he's not going to get away with it. But he's at the point now where he's just kind of saying, fuck it. I'm just going to throw everything at the wall and see what sticks. And maybe I get lucky, maybe I don't. But I am Donald Jerkoff Trump, 
and I am going to never, ever surrender. You're damn right I'm a sore loser, and I am not going to give them the satisfaction. Just not going to happen on my watch. Yep. I mean, once again, his behavior is appalling, and he still has two months to destroy everything. And he is the kind of person that if he's going down, he's taking everybody down with him. I have no doubt about that. But people have said, you know, are asking, do you still think there's anything to Donald Trump winning any court cases or being able to stay in office? And I say, no, no chance. It's not happening. There's nothing to worry about. Even Donald Trump's servants like Geraldo Rivera and Karl Rove are saying, Donald, it's time to pack it up. And there's going to be more and more Republican senators, more uh, more Republican congressmen. They're going to come out and eventually say, okay, we need to move on. There is zero evidence of any voter fraud, just like there has not been evidence of voter fraud for the last hundreds of years. This clown even started a voter fraud task force after the 2016 election when they kept pressing him saying, hey, you said there's voter fraud. You said over 3 million people illegally voted. That's why Hillary won the popular vote. So are you going to look into it? He said, yeah, sure enough. He threw together that uh, task force. And guess what they came up with? Nothing. Just like they're coming up with nothing now. Even his own Department of Justice now is saying there is no voter fraud. And, you know, what really saddens me, though, is, again, I think he knows it, too. But there are now millions of people who are going around claiming that there is voter fraud. And, you know, you even have the ones who are trying to play it cool and saying, hey, you know, it looks like Biden may have won, but let's just let it play out. Don't you as an American want that too? And I say, sure, play it out. Play it out all you want to. But at some point, like I said last week and the weeks prior, are you at some point going to say this guy has clowned us for years now? He has fed us bullshit after bullshit, and none of it has come true. But I keep spewing to my friends and family and coworkers that it is true, and none of it has. But I don't know. Maybe they don't have any shame, just like Donald Trump. Maybe it's, you know, it's they're all in the same shame ship, I guess. And maybe they're okay with going down with it. Maybe they just don't see it that way. But I do know a lot of the Trumpettes or the Trump fanatics or the Trump cult or whatever it is you want to call them. Uh, I think they are all switching from Facebook and Twitter to a new thing called Parler. Parler's a new social media website that does not really um, curtail any speech, regardless of how fake or phony or outrageous it is. It's fully allowed there on Parler, so I've seen a lot of people on Facebook saying, hey, this is my Parler at or whatever, my username, and maybe they are exiting all the other social media websites to go over to this Parler. This, of course, will not last long, uh, but even if it does, goodbye. You know, I, I again, I know I said last week that we should make amends with the Trump people, and I still contend that. I still say that as long as they're not hateful and racist, and I know some of you are out there saying, well, try to find me some that aren't. 
there are certainly Trump people out there that are not hateful and racist. Again, I think they're just very misinformed. They have been steered somehow and somehow brilliantly into getting all of their news from certain sources. Sources like, of course, Fox News. And when I say Fox News, I'm talking about the morning idiots and the night idiots, as I usually call them. You have the OANs now, and you have Rush Limbaugh and Mark Levin, and um, Newsmax is another one. And of course, still the Russian websites that are being made up as to look American and spewing ridiculous nonsense. This is where they get all of their news, and it makes it very hard when this is all they know. So, you know, they may have a lot of knowledge. Unfortunately, the knowledge is wrong. It'd be like if an alien came here, but they spoke English, and they were like a regular human being, and you were teaching them baseball for the first time. And if you were teaching them that you can hit the ball and run straight to second, and you once the ball is hit again, you can run right back to home, that you are out after two strikes, you know, stuff like that. If you keep teaching stuff about baseball that's wrong, your knowledge is going to be plentiful based on what you were taught, but unfortunately, it's going to be incorrect. And that's a lot like people who do listen to Fox News all the time and Newsmax and Rush Limbaugh and all those people. My biggest and only concern with that is those that why do people only want to see that kind of news? I've said before, I've got Fox News app on my phone, along with CNN, along with USA Today and Wall Street Journal and uh, the Washington Post, New York Times. I got all these on my phone because it is a good idea to kind of look around to the different sources and see what they have to say. And if you're looking at normal journalistic sources, pretty much all of them match except for some of these other ones like Newsmax and and stuff like that. And unfortunately, they have a grip on a huge amount of people. And a lot of those people are our friends and family and coworkers and neighbors. And I'm afraid because of this, this is the kind of politics, this is what we are going to be seeing pretty much, I think, for the rest of our lives. I said this before, and it's unfortunate, but this is the kind of stuff we're going to see because none of these sites are going away. None of these people are going away. And if the people do, they're going to just be replaced by newer, younger people who now have been taught how to do this. And they're going to amplify it and they're going to make it sound more realistic and they're going to gain more and more credibility. Just like QAnon, this is something we should never even be talking about. But now there are Congress people who believe in QAnon. We asked the president of the United States about their support of him. And because of this craziness, I have a bad feeling that a lot of the Republican-type candidates from now on are going to be Trump-like, just maybe a little bit more sophisticated. And that's going to be really, really, really scary. You know, they're talking about Donald Trump running again in 2024. He has already told some people that he is going to consider it. There's also talk that he is going to start his own network to compete with Fox News. I mean, he's really angry at them, boy. But all this being said, he has a he has a few things he's going to have to worry about once he leaves office. So it's a good thing he's getting practice with lawsuits now because he's going to need it There's going to be some lawsuits coming after him after he leads office, and he could be facing a pretty rough time once he's booted out of the White House. 
But the fact is, Donald has nobody to blame but himself for this loss. First of all, had he handled the coronavirus correctly, I really think he would have had a good shot of winning, which really sucks. I mean, first of all, the guy still got 70 million votes. So if he did well with the coronavirus and the economy was booming, you know, there's a really good chance he still could have won, which is a scary, scary thought. But he bombed on the coronavirus and then spent the last two months campaigning on Hunter Biden's laptop. I mean, how stupid could you be? That's what he focused on. I guess he couldn't focus on his record at all. So this is what him and the clown show that he surrounds himself with decided that they were going to run on. Hunter Biden's laptop, led by Rudy Giuliani. So let's be grateful for that. And also let's be grateful that we have a new president-elect and vice president-elect, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Has anybody come down from the cloud yet? I am super excited. And I'm also excited that they already named a new White House chief of staff, Ron Klain, and he comes with some experience. He was the chief of staff for Vice President Al Gore and also Joe Biden when he was vice president. He was also in charge of the Ebola virus that uh, Obama appointed him to. So he comes with some experience as a chief of staff and also handling pandemics. So, so far, we've already made a major upgrade in the cabinet. And I'm really looking forward to see how Joe Biden fills the rest of the positions in his cabinet. It's going to be way stronger, obviously, than it is now. And it's going to be very diverse. It's going to be people of color. It's going to be people of different genders. And it's going to be people of different sexual orientations and just all kinds of different people because that's what the United States of America is. It's made up of all different kinds of people. And that's how our government needs to be represented. And I don't know. It just all this gives me a good feeling. It gives me the feeling that we may be able to get back on our feet. You know, we're still going to go through some rough times and there are going to be some ups and downs during this administration, but I still just get a good feeling. And a good feeling from Joe Biden, he just makes people feel good. He does. He's just a, he's a caring person who I definitely feel has America's best interest at heart. And I do believe he's going to govern for all people. I do believe he's going to try to do everything he can to help not just the people who voted for him. I do believe he is going to try to do everything he can to mend race relations and try his best to figure out how we can best bring together the black community and the policing community. But he's going to have both his hands tied and his hands full. I, again, I think the relationships that he has made over the years with a lot of these Republicans may give him just a little bit of leeway that you may not have with another Democratic candidate. I certainly may be naive there, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that if anybody could pull it off, it'll be Joe Biden. One thing's going to be for sure. We don't have to worry about a tweet storm from Joe Biden calling people nicknames and calling out CNN or Fox News or whatever. I mean, my God, and I can't wait to get rid of this Kaylee McEnany and her binders that she keeps holding up on Sean Hannity's show with all the 
court filings they have about massive voter fraud. I mean, come on. You guys already have the Fox News crowd. They already believe you. Who are you trying to bullshit? Although we know what it is. I said it earlier. It's just to give the illusion that there was some voter fraud so you can continue to keep the people angry and mad and carry on throughout the next election. And I think this really is a, uh, a strategy too to get the Trump voters out in Georgia to make sure that they solidify the Senate with the uh, two Senate um, runoffs that are happening in early January with John Ossoff versus David Perdue and uh, Raphael Warnock and Kelly Loeffler, which of course all eyes are going to be on that particular race in early January in Georgia. Uh, Stacey Abrams is already at it. She is already trying to do everything she can, and so are a lot of Democrats. They'll be out in Georgia. I saw Pete Buttigieg says he'll be there. Andrew Yang's fired up. So, I mean, a lot of people know how important this is. I don't feel as 100% positive about this, but... Look, you never know. They got to win both of these races. They got to win both seats. And uh, Joe Biden's going to be able to do a lot more than we are suspecting he may be able to do now. And more importantly, it's going to pretty much rip Mitch McConnell of all of his power. So that's why this is so important. But let's end the show on some good news. Pfizer appears to have a vaccine that is 90% effective for the coronavirus. That, of course, is fantastic news. And, you know, we're just going to keep the hope alive on this one and hope that at some point, if we can get this vaccine going and have people continue to wear masks and not turn this into the most bizarre culture war in the history of our country. I really do believe we have a shot of getting somewhat back to normal. I would love nothing more to be able to go back to my games and my concerts and going out to Vegas twice a year. That's a big deal for me. I go out there twice a year, but I have not been at all in 2020. And if you know me, you know how nuts that makes me. I love going there. It's just a great getaway place for me. So, you know, I haven't been able to do that. I mean, I could go, but, you know, it's just not the same right now. So I'd like things to get back to normal. And uh, hopefully that this vaccine gets us there. And we're also going to have a coronavirus task force that actually gives a shit about the coronavirus. I know it sounds crazy, but it just may work. But anyway, thank you guys, as always, for downloading and listening. As always, please subscribe, rate, and review the show. If you haven't done it yet, why? I mean, come on, guys. Can you help me out, please? Just rate, review the show, and subscribe. That really does help. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at brun13. Any questions or comments, you can direct them to my email at runshousepodcast at gmail.com. And again, as always, I thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you again real soon.